This is family second program. Excited that you're with us today here at the Family Second Podcast. I am elated that you have joined us again and again and again. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to have an awesome time because we're going to be talking to parents and children. That's right. Or back in the day, we say children. All right, just depends on how many you had. Uh, that's my children over there. Okay. I got four children, so that I just go ahead and say children. So we're we're having some fun today, but I just want to uh, pause and thank everybody that has been praying for our family, uh, praying for me uh, after my surgery. Also, if you listened to last week, you heard uh, that my dad had a minor heart attack, and he's doing good. Talked to him yesterday um, uh, or the day before, whenever you're listening, you know, and. Uh, and he's doing real good. Uh, we uh, talked on the phone about how important family is, and he kind of reinstilled in me the importance of family. He talked about how his dad uh, wasn't there for him um, uh, a lot and how his uh, grandpa wasn't there a lot and how he tried to reverse the curse and how the, uh, our iniquities, uh, which is our sins, uh, kind of play a role in all of that and how uh, we treat our family. And so it's important that we realize how important family is. And that's why we're here at Family Second. And that's why I'm excited to come to you every week with something new to learn of why God created family and the importance of family. Because I believe that as the family goes, so goes the nation. Why, you know, sometimes we look at this country and we see it's, it's downward spiral. And that's because the family structure has been redefined. And we need to get back to what the Bible has defined uh, family. So that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm here every week teaching uh, why God created family and the importance of family. And what are some things we can do, practical ways in this life, we can uplift the family. Because I believe each family has great potential. It's, it's, It's no longer that we need to be mediocre in this life. We need to rise up and uh, be the greatest uh, thing in this country as families. You know, my dad on the phone was, he was just crying and, and telling, you know, uh, how the church family was praying for him. And I told him how we here at our house was uh, praying for Papa. And we got in a circle, all uh, six of us got in a circle, held hands, and just started believing and praying for him. And that just uh, touched his heart and, and uh, realizing how important family, not just the, the blood family, but the church family. And, you know, a few weeks ago I talked about how um, um, the man and the woman together have to come together in unity to reach the full potential in their family. And it uh, was a microcosm of what the church should look like um, and how they need to come together and t- and instead of being split apart. And I believe that can happen today. I believe we can rise up as one in unity. So I want you to believe that with me. I'm excited about that. I'm ex- I just get excited about it here in my um, three by three closet as I record this. Uh, so thank you so much for praying for our family. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to dive in and jump into parents and children. Okay, it's children. I'll say it right. You know, we've been talking and reading in Ephesians 5, and I want to go back. 
to Ephesians today and read from Ephesians 6 because it goes from, uh, if you read Ephesians 5 and 6, it goes from uh, wives and husbands and, and talks about them. Then it goes straight into children and parents. And we're going to start in Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. If you want to read along with me in your Bibles, if you have one, if you're in your car, just listen up intently and uh, just receive what God has for you. It says in verse 1 of chapter 6 in Ephesians, it says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. Now, I challenge you to go ahead and, and hopefully your children may be in the car or your children might be listening. This might, it might be a good devotional time for them to listen. It's only a few minutes for them to sit and uh, just receive what God has for them. It says it right there in Ephesians 6, 1, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord for this is the right thing to do. Verse two says, honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, you know, uh, later on in our activate section, we're going to get into uh, that 10 commandments there, uh, which is the fifth commandment, honor your parents. And there's a promise to it. And we're going to get into that in just a second. Uh, This is the first commandment with a promise. Verse 3 says, if you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. I really want things to go well for me. So uh, I think I'll obey God in this. Uh, Well for you and you will have a long life. That's the promise right there. You will have a long life on the earth. In verse 4. Okay, uh, parents, you don't get away from this. You know, it just said, talked about, talk to the children, but now parents is talking to you. And, it, and you know, even though it says fathers, is talking to both uh, father and mother there. Do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with a discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. You know, as parents, it is our responsibility to do three things. Okay? Three things. And those things are to locate them, to guide them, and to bring them back. You know, the things of this world, uh, as the children look and gaze at the things and the tantalizing uh, things of this world that we have nowadays, which is so much with technology and social media and entertainment, the so much entertainment out there from sports to movies, uh, they might get stuck uh, somewhere in this life to where they wander off. And we look around and we, just, we go, where are our children? Where do they go? So those three things we need to realize and we need to know what to do is we need to locate them, we need to guide them, and we need to bring them back. Now, when I say locate, I'm talking about know your kids, all right? Know who they are. Know their personalities and how you can teach them the ways of the Lord. Not just There's not just one way to teach the ways of the Lord. There's several ways, and, and one way is to know them personally. Know their personalities and get to know who they are and what their likes and what their gifts and know what their talents are. So you can teach them the right way. Our children might stray from the things of God. So we need to locate them. We need to guide them. And we need to bring them back. You know, I believe that our Christian culture has bought into the secular culture and redefining children as a burden rather than a blessing. You know, the Bible says children are a blessing from the Lord. You know, reducing the size of our families by reducing the number of children, you know, we bring into this world also reduces our capacity 
to be blessed. I want to be blessed. I want to be fully blessed. But you know, reducing the number of children we bring into the world, it, it also reduces the capacity to be blessed. You know, the Bible says that children are a gift from God. You know, we read in Psalms 127, which Psalms 127 is the basis, base chapter of this ministry here at Family Second. It says in verse 3, that Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. So if children are a blessing... We shouldn't be limiting that blessing. So let me ask this question. How do we raise godly children? How do we do that? What are some practical ways from the word of God that we can raise godly children? Now, one way is to instill in them the idea of obedience. The idea of what obedience is. I just read to you in uh, chapter 6 that, Children should obey their parents. I believe another verse in the Bible kind of says the same thing that Ephesians 6 says. In Colossians 3.20, it says, Children, obey your parents, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not aggravate your children, or they will become discouraged. You know, obedience it's kind of a family dynamics. I want to put that as a family dynamics. If you heard one of our episodes before, we had family dynamics week. We talked about what is a dynamic in your family. And I believe God should be the first dynamic in your family. Well, here's another dynamic. I think obedience should be a dynamic in your family. You know, the family, the issue of obedience is at the crux of everything related to raising godly children. You know, in fact, uh, the New Testament is the primary command given to children. There's one primary command in the New Testament uh, given to children, and that is the word obey. Can I get someone to say obey? Obey. Someone say obey. Obey. All right. That's right. Obey. You know, while the worldly mind views obedience as constricting, you know, God's word says it is releasing. You know, some of our children growing up, or, or even us as parents, think may think that the Bible is just so restricting. Some of the rules that we had to follow, some of the, the, the laws, you know, the thing is, Christ died to abolish those laws. We live for Christ. We don't live for rules. We don't live uh, to follow the laws, but we live for Christ. And Christ is the one that we should be putting first in our lives and living for. So the Bible is not really restricting, but it is releasing. It's releasing us to our full potential. And I believe that you can reach your full potential. That's what I'm trying to do is to reach my full potential. And that day will come when I see Jesus face to face. Because I believe what Philippians 3.14 says, For I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which Christ has called me heavenward. So I'm believing that I'm reaching my full potential every day as I read the word of God, as I get to know what I need to do as a parent, as a father, to challenge my family in the ways of the Lord, to put him first. And, you know, obedience leads to righteousness and life. That's number one right there. Obedience leads to righteousness and life. You know, Romans 6, 16 says, don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. That's that full potential I'm talking about. If you choose to obey God, that's that, that's an awesome word. If you choose, because God has given you a choice 
in this life to obey him or obey something else. And I want to obey the part that leads me to righteous living so I can reach my full potential. You know, number two, obedience brings God's presence and it brings God's blessing. You know, Job 3611 says, if they listen and obey God, they will be blessed with prosperity throughout their lives. You know, I want to be, I want to be blessed with prosperity. I want to be blessed. It also says all their years will be pleasant. And I want to live a pleasant life. So I want to live in obedience to Christ first. And then number three, it opens the door to evangelization. That's right. It opens the door so I can tell others. And the others will see Christ in me. Others will see Christ in me. That's right. It comes to rhymes there. You can make a rap out of that. I don't know. Okay. So I want others to see Christ in me. So they see me obeying God. It opens the door and it opens other people's spirit and heart to what God has for them. And that's what I want to be. You know, Zechariah 6.15 says, People will come from distant lands to rebuild the temple of the Lord. And when this happens, you will know that my message has been from the Lord and have the Lord of heaven's armies. All this will happen if you carefully obey what the Lord your God says. Let me read that last line. It says, All this will happen if you carefully obey. Obey what the Lord your God says. And how can you carefully obey the Lord? Will you know what God has for you every morning? You wake up every day. You you live to, to talk to him, to walk with him, to know what he has for you. Sometimes we will make mistakes. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. We all will make mistakes. But we need to realize how to get back up and how God can carry you through those struggles and through those times. In your life, you know, the Lord delights in our obedience. The Bible says in first Samuel 15, 22, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice. And then he says with an exclamation point, he says, listen, just like, you know, when you yell at your kids, listen to me, he says, listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of ruins. As I say this, and as I talk to the children uh, about obedience, I'm actually talking to the parents too, because you are children of God. And as children of God, you know, you are also required to live a life of obedience. I want to read to you real quick what First Peter 1.14 says, and it says, so you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. And then 1 Peter 4, 2 says, You won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires, but you'll be anxious to do the will of God. I like that word anxious. You'll be anxious. I'm anxious for you to know Christ, for you to be a better family, for you to rise up. And God will do that in your life. You know, as you do, the kids' lives will become models. You will become, uh, they will become models. If you are a model to them, they will become models of a living faith to be followed by young people throughout the earth, by young people that they come in contact with. So we want you to model this obedience in your life. How do you raise godly children? Well, you model obedience, parents. Model the obedience that God has set forth in his word that I just read to you from scripture. That's how you model 
Christ and how we can reflect, how we can reflect God's love to people out there. Because there's two things we want to do in this life. The two greatest commandments that Jesus gave us is to love God first and love people. And that's what we want to do. And this is one of the ways we can do it is to model obedience through us and through our children as we teach them what obedience is. So I want you to take this, what you got today, uh, the equipping part of this message, and I want you to teach it to your children. Teach what obedience is. Take these scriptures that I gave to you, read them to your children in your devotional times that you have with a, as a family. Uh, do some fun games. Uh, do some things. And I'm going to tell you one thing in our, in our Activate that you can do. But first, uh, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that God blesses your family through this, that you realize what obedience is. You know, one of the things I want to do here is empower you through an encounter. Just like I said last week, uh, the Holy Spirit is powerful and he wants to give you power so you can uh, do these things in this life. He can give you power and you might feel beat down. You might feel tired, but you know what? God wants to give you the power you need uh, to raise your family uh, the way God intended you to raise them. So you can be a reflection of him. And that's what I do. And that's how I pray every week on this podcast is I pray for you. And I believe that God can raise you up to your full potential. So, Lord, right now, I just pray in the name of Jesus for every person listening here. It might be a father. It might be a mother. It might be a child. It might be a young adult that's out there now on their own, just moved out of their house and they're on their own. And and they're trying to learn some principles that God has in his word. And uh, they're just listening, just came upon this podcast, and they're just listening to it, and they're realizing the, the importance of obedience, not just to God, but also to their parents, and honoring them. So I just pray for them right now that your Holy Spirit just engulf them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. And Lord, that they feel your love, they feel your power. Uh, Lord, they feel your voice speaking to them. Lord, as they drive or as they uh, just sit there with their earbuds on and just listening. So I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that you speak to their heart right now. Lord, challenge them to be obedient to your word. Uh, that it's not restricting, but God, that it's releasing. It's releasing them to their full potential today. So God, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you grab them. Lord, and, sh and just like your word says, shoot them like an arrow uh, toward your will and your way. And shoot them toward their full potential uh, that you have for them. And I love you and I thank you, Lord, for family, how great family is and how we can come together and pray for each family and each individual in our family and those that are out there that are not maybe blood family but part of our church family that we can uplift in prayer and we can come into community and influence those that, that are around us. So, Lord, I just thank you for that and I praise you. And I give you glory because you are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. You are God Almighty. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, amen. That's right. Amen. We thank you so much for listening. Well, we're to our activate part. It's time to activate. We want to equip you. We want to empower you through an encounter. And we want to activate. Now, you have to go out there and do something this week. And here's one of the things you can teach your kids. A great devotional time this week for your children is uh, to teach them the Ten Commandments. That's right. What? Well, you know, nowadays a lot of people don't know the Ten Commandments because we can no longer hang them in our courthouses and, and, and other places. Uh, but it's very important they learn what the Ten Commandments are because those are the first commandments that God gave the children of Israel. 
And they set the standard of how we should live. So here's a simple way you can teach them the Ten Commandments with, of course, honoring your father and mother uh, being in the middle, which is the Fifth Commandment. We used to teach in our children's ministry um, uh, the uh, the words gives, which is G-I-V-S, G-I-V-S, gives, and then F slash M, which you probably know what that means now, okay? Father and mother, F slash M, and then the word muscle, M A S L E, just like kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger saying muscle. Look at my muscles. Okay, okay. So it's gives F M muscle, and this is a, just a, a quick and easy way to teach your kids the Ten Commandments. The G stands for no gods, no other gods before Him, and then the I in gives is no idols. All right, and then the V is Lord's name in vain. Don't use the Lord's name in vain. And I, we teach uh, I, we teach our children that means any cuss words um, that are uh, out there that we shouldn't say them because it dishonors God. Okay. And then the S in gives is remember the Sabbath. So gives, that's G-I-V-S. No other gods, no idols. Don't use the Lord's name in vain. And remember the Sabbath. And then you got F slash N, which is honor your father and mother, which is in the middle. And then you have muscle, which is no murder, no adultery. No stealing, no lying, and no envying. Wow, that is such an easy way. I want you to write that down uh, and, and teach it to your kids. Kids, it might be something fun you can do as you every week that they can remember a uh, Ten Commandment: uh, no gods, no idols, don't use the Lord's name in vain. Uh, remember the Sabbath. Then FM on your father and mother, and then muscle. Look at my muscles. Okay, um, no murder, no adultery, no stealing, no lying, and no envy. Teach that to your children, an easy way and a great way to do that. It's it's fun too. And you might write it down on your wall. What does that mean up there? Well, that's the Ten Commandments. You know, children might come into your house and say, hey, what's that written down on your wall? And then your children have an opportunity to evangelize because they're obedient to what God has for them. And we we here are excited about what God's doing in this ministry and what God's doing in your house. And we believe that we're going to go further with God than we've ever gone before. Because I believe that the family in this country is rising up in power. And that power is through the Holy Spirit. So I want you to come with me. I want you to come along for the ride. And I want you to be blessed through what God has for you. Uh, again, this is Philip Shelley, your host of Family Second Ministries. I'm so blessed to be a part of this for all those that are out there. Uh, we have some new people listening in Brazil. I want to say, what's up in Brazil there? Uh, thank you so much for listening. Of course, all around the country here in America. Share it uh, on uh, Facebook or wherever. Um, of course, I'm on Facebook. My wife's on Facebook, Davina Shelley. And then I am uh, Philip S. Shelley on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Also on Instagram and, of course, LinkedIn for all those business people and pastors that are out there. Make sure you look us up. Check out our website, uh, familysecond.org. We have all the podcasts on there. And if you want to partner with us, we challenge you uh, to partner with us. Uh, uh, We love you, and we would love for you to love us back. (laughs) That's right. Uh, uh, And one of those things you can do is pray for us, believe for this ministry, and also uh, praying uh, forgiving, giving uh, to this ministry 
um, and blessing us with that. There, uh, if you want to receive our e-newsletter, sign up in our partner page, and uh, we can do that together and pr- praying together for the families of this country and of this world. Uh, so just pray about giving, pray about uh, uh, ch- uh, challenging your family maybe to give uh, to further this ministry and what we can do here at Family Second, because uh, we believe that God has some great things for family in this world. Uh, so please partner with us and believe with us. I want to thank you again for listening. Thank you for being back every week. Uh, I challenge you to share it, to go tell other people about it so they can listen and they can get uh, uh, God's word out of everything they do. So just sending a shout out for everybody that's listening today. This has been a Peace Shells, Diva Divine, Four Shells production. And we want to say love you. Love us back. Peace. <laughs>